Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. But see, the Carolina game is when he changed. The Carolina game is when he started to yeah. play more man and started to be more aggressive. It killed yeah. him because he was. But then against Minnesota, he still did the same thing. He was still running man. They were running linebacker blitz with the Quay Walker. That's the other thing that's changed. They're allowing Quay now to be more of a blitz guy and more of a pressure guy and try and get try to get into the backfield and get after the quarterback. Last year and a majority of this year, they weren't blitzing Quay Walker a whole bunch. They weren't doing a lot of that stuff. And that to me is a is a huge difference here because you and I both talked about when they drafted him, like, hey man, I mean, not that he's gonna be Micah Parsons, but you could should be able to line him anywhere you want because he's so athletic and fast and let him go after the quarterback from different areas of the field. And they really have not done that to this point. No, no, not at all. I mean, and it's crazy because Sometimes I forget about Quay even being out there because, you know, he'll have like a a quieter game, you know, because like yesterday, I mean, if you're just looking at the box score, you'll be like, oh, yeah, Quay forgot he was even out there, to be honest with you, which is fine. I mean, because you could like you said, though, I mean, he's he's playing a role and that's uh, this is all what we wanted to see, though, because all these guys that Goot drafts are all projects, but they're all supposed to be these guys that could play multiple positions or these guys that are you know, I mean, able to do different things, these Swiss army knife type guys. And so it's good to finally get to be able to see it in a big spot like that and hold, even though it's the bears, I mean, bears have been playing really good football. They've been one of the better teams in the NFL the last month of the season. You held them nine points in a must win game and pretty much a playoff game. I mean, the bears wanted that one on both sides of the ball. Listen to the comments from the players after. Oh yeah. The the comments from the players. Let's, let's talk about the comments from the players since you brought it up because there's one, that was truly, truly amazing. Uh, Mr. Brisker, um, really, I mean, the Packers are going to hold on to this one till next year. I promise you, because he's a younger player, right? Isn't Brisker, what, a second-year player? Yeah. Yeah, he's young. Safety, I love, uh, I Jake think- Brisker, quote, I felt like we could have tightened up on the receivers a lot more than we did today. We gave them too much room, and I really have no respect for them at all, just to be honest. No one's over there. No respect. They have no stars over there. And then he said, uh, then they're trying to play a little fake tough. So then what's fake tough? Just doing extra stuff after the play, grabbing people's face masks after the play and things like that. Just doing a lot of dirty stuff to get his flag and stuff like that. Said uh, Mr. Jaquan Brisker after the game. Tucker Kraft responded this morning with ha 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 with a laughing emoji. Aaron Jones responded last night after that got put out there. Isn't it his, his job to cover them? Should have been an easy day at work, right? We got no one over there crying, laughing emojis. Rent was due today, says Aaron Jones. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, DJ Moore was pissed after the game. I mean, there were a lot of dudes that are sick of losing to this Packers football team. And Justin Fields has never beat the Packers. But, Ryan, Matt LaFleur's never lost to the Bears. Yeah, which, I mean, says a lot about where the Bears were. Now, I will say this. Uh, I Man, I was kind of hoping, to be honest with you, I like Justin Fields. I was kind of hoping maybe he would have performed a little bit better yesterday. Maybe this game would have been more of a shootout because I don't know if I want to see Caleb Williams in the NFC North. Mm. Rami Makloff, uh, who used to do the afternoon show here in Milwaukee, uh, and then he was at Score North in Minnesota, uh, and then he was out in Sacramento at ESPN Sacramento. He was on last week yeah, uh, filling in for you on Wednesday, I believe it was. And Rami Makhlouf's point was, it doesn't matter, Sparky, who they get a quarterback. They will screw him up. He's like, it doesn't matter. They can draft Caleb Williams, Drake May, whatever. They're going to screw him up. 
and he'll never be as good as he should. Because I brought this up to him, as I forgot who brought it up. But oh, I know who it was. It was Cowherd. I saw it on uh, Twitter last week. Which was if Justin Fields had been in just in, in Jordan Love's situation where he got to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love was with the Bears and had to go out there and play right away, would they both be as good or bad as they are currently? I don't think Jordan Love is this good if he's in Chicago. There's no chance. He already might have lost a starting job had he had to play right away. And Justin Fields would be a hell of a lot better had he got to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and get coached by this Packers coaching staff and then finally get to start this year, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree or not, but I think I think to a degree that's right. Like, they haven't had a good quarterback in Chicago. Like, Cutler was kind of good, but he never put up numbers like Jordan Love did this year. McMahon was a game manager or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you had Walter Payton running that offense and a great defense. Just don't turn it over, Jim. I mean, that, that's all he was. Tom Zach, yeah, okay. I mean, well, there really hasn't been anybody special over there. I think if they were smart, like if you're going to draft Caleb Williams, because I agree with Rami, like if you're going to bring back Eberflus and if you're going to bring back Luke Getze, like I just don't think Luke Getze is a play caller in this league, right? And so if you draft Caleb Williams, what you should do is what the commanders are doing today. Commanders aren't wasting any time. They want to talk to Ben Johnson. Uh, they're talking to everybody pretty much, you know, any, everybody that deserves to be talked to right now. And that's what the bears should be doing too, because the most telling thing for me yesterday is you listen to DJ Moore in the locker room after that game. And they ask him about Luke Getze. And the first thing out of his mouth is, well, I guess it's fine. I guess he's fine. And if your stud wide receiver is saying that about your play caller, ask DJ Moore about Justin Fields, the quarterback, we want him back. You know, we think he's better than Caleb Williams or Drake May. That's telling when the guys in the locker room are like, we want the quarterback back. But then they ask about the play caller. Yeah, he's he's fine. You can't say the guy sucks. You know, that's like saying, oh, my boss sucks, even though, you know, the company parties on Wednesday and you're going to run into him at the punch right. bowl. You're going to have to talk with him. So he can't. That's that's me like that. That that's player talk like this guy blows. Get him out of here. Get me out of here. So I think if you're going to draft Caleb Williams, you have to do a complete, you know, you, you got to blow that whole thing up. I wouldn't bring back Eberflus either, either because I agree you got to get Ben Johnson or you got to get one of these top play callers and then you draft Caleb Williams. And then I don't think they could screw him up because I think Caleb Williams is going to be really good. Like I know he cried after the biggest loss of his career because he threw for 600 yards and his defense gave up 800. I'd cry too. And I almost did cry because I had money on that game and I had USC. So I kind of felt his pain. I think he's, He's, I don't think he's Mahomes, but I think he's like the closest comp to him. I know he's a little bit smaller. Uh, so, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't want to see him in Chicago. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Eberflus is definitely back based on Ryan Pohl's comments in pregame yesterday. So I think Eberflus is back. Getze, I have no idea. Fields, I have no idea what they're going to do one way or the other. But I, I, I'll say this about this Packers team now as it currently sits, right? So the offense is definitely the strength of the team. The defense looks like it's getting better through two weeks, okay? What about the special teams? 